Welcome to Couch Talk with Mwelwa, an interactive platform that discusses a wide variety of different subjects, such as business and entrepreneurship, relationship and marriage, career and parenthood, identity, and so many more that will set you up for life. So even right now in this meeting, you can be here, but you can miss out what God has in store for you. You can miss out what God is trying to tell you, what he's trying to instruct you, what he's trying to give you guidance over, because God is ready to meet you. But are you ready to meet him? Mrs. Mwalwa Kaluluma will give counsel and lessons with a wide array of special guests based on a scriptural and biblical foundation that will equip you to live your best life and serving God. Because every time I speak mysteries, I just know things are changing. I just know I'm charging myself up. I just know that miracles are going to happen. When I face situations, I just say, in the name of Jesus, I approach this week. I approach this day. There's a confidence I have in knowing that I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So how about you grab yourself a warm cup of tea, take a seat, and enjoy Couch Talk with Mwelwa. these reflections which you have just done which i do hope you will do (laughs) and by the way i also use this myself like i don't just do it like at the beginning of the year even at mid-year or even at the end of every quarter i was just to say did i meet the targets i wanted did i do what i plan to do for my family what i plan to do at church what i plan to do for the people i mentor what i plan to do for my child you know what i plan to do for my husband what i plan to do for school what i plan to do for this did i meet those targets i'm able to reflect and assess through this very pointers i've given to say, okay, I got it right here. I didn't get it right here. Okay, I need to avoid this next time. Okay, though, I can prepare better in this area. So the next thing you do after you've prayed, you know, after you've reflected with God, you've reflected on your life, you've reflected with your counselors or your pastor, then you can now begin to envision. And I love this part of the process. I love to envision. Genesis 15, 5 says, Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven. And count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Wow. 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 So now I'm going to sound a bit deep, eh? (laughs) So the Hebrew word for look used in this scripture is nabat, which means to look intently or to behold. So meaning that it's more than just, you know, you just like, you know, glanced a little bit quickly and you moved on. It's more than just a glance. It's more than just a glimpse. No, this is why you take your time and you look intensely. You give that stare down. You're like so focused. You're not, you know, you're not even blinking. You're just focused and you're just looking intently. Like you're so intense in that moment. You're just like focused. Your eyes have just zeroed in right there and you're not changing. Nothing can distract you. You're just focused on that you're looking so close immersely intensely now what i find interesting is that you know god is talking to abraham and he's telling him look towards the heavens and count the stars if you're able to number them and then he says so shall your descendants be so for him was told to look to look so for him was being told like okay envision because vision is all about sight so now if God comes to you and says, look this side and count what you see, 
So meaning that the counting is up to you. If you count five, that's all you're seeing. If you count ten, that's all you're seeing. As in, it's amazing. Like you're told to look to the heavens and you're told to count. And what's funny is that God even says, count if you're able to number them. So as you are looking, if you want to can start, okay, one star, two stars, three stars, four stars, five stars, six stars. I mean, if you're able to number them, count them all. And if you, you've counted a hundred, for example, God is telling you, okay, you have a hundred descendants. If you're counting 500, God is telling you, you have 500 descendants. So right now, as you are listening to me, the question is, God has told you to look. What are you seeing right now in your life? What are you seeing right now about your future? What are you seeing right now about your destiny, about your purpose? What are you envisioning? What are you seeing? Who will you be by the time the year is done? Have you envisioned who you are going to be in the next three years, in the next six months, in the next one year? What will you have achieved by the end of the year? If you've envisioned it and you've seen that, okay, I'm going to be this. So I need to achieve this by this time. Habakkuk 2.2. I love the scripture. Okay, I'll be saying I love a lot of things all the time. Like, guys, I'll just stick with me. But I love what um, God says in the scripture. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tables, that he may run who reads it. Don't complicate it. Sometimes we like to complicate things. Keep it plain and simple. If the vision is to be a millionaire in the next two years, be a millionaire in the next two years. And if for you, you've decided the way I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to go into business. I'm going to do da, 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 da. Go for it. Don't complicate things. If the dream is to be a doctor, you know what you need to do. Get into school, do the necessary courses, get the necessary grades and be a doctor. <laughs> Don't add unnecessary things to it. You know? Sometimes why we don't achieve certain things is we want to overcomplicate it. Just make it simple. I remember when, and I will use a personal example on this one. I'll talk about the podcast. As in, my pastor knows how many times I talked about it. I want to be sharing with people what's on my heart. I want to be sharing with people what's on my mind. Ah, what, 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 what. And he would always tell me, okay, I hear you. So what is it going to be? I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to do a podcast. Uh, okay. Go ahead, do it. And I started complicating it myself because I started thinking, okay, a podcast, podcast. What is a podcast? Okay, how do you podcast? How did it? I started like panicking and thinking of so many things. And he told me, look, if you want to do a podcast, well and good, just go talk to people. I'll use the example of media at church, like talk to the people at church because I have a podcast which you are subscribed to. Ask them how they do it and start and for me i'm like wait that that that's just way too easy that's just way too simple like i just go to media and i ask, ask them okay like how can i start a podcast is that easy i don't have to like do some research you know come up with data statistics try to look for the necessary equipment because in my head i was thinking i need like this complicated equipment shan, 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 shani. so in my head i like complicated it and yet he told me it's so straightforward like you don't even have to start panicking right now. Just talk to these people. The word advise you know what you need to do and get it done. So sometimes we like to complicate it. But imagine God in the Bible, in Habakkuk 2, 2, he's been saying, don't complicate it. That is when you use the NKJV translation. He's been telling you, don't complicate it. So God knows that sometimes we like to complicate things as his children. 
But then he says, write it in such a way that even you will understand and will be able to run with it. Hey, <laughs> like even you should be able to understand and run with it. So when you are visioning your life, when you're envisioning what you want to do, when you're envisioning what kind of family you're going to have, when you're envisioning what kind of a father you'll be, what kind of a mother you will be, don't complicate it. No, I'm going to be that dad who always drives in and comes with my plastic bags. Like even like 10 of them, I'll be that father who anything my child wants, I'll provide. I'll be that shiny, I'll be that shiny. Well and good, you've envisioned it. Don't complicate it. Be a good father. Learn from the people you need to learn from. Put into practice what they are teaching you. Learn from, have good role models, have good people who inspire you, have good father figures in your life and learn from them and how they are going about it and do it. Don't complicate it. But that's just something about it. Now, sometimes you have to then, because I love what the scripture says. It says what? Um, that he may run who reads it. So there's a certain step of action which is expected. It just doesn't end on envisioning. So now we're talking about prayer. Pray. We've talked about reflection. Take time. Reflect. Then after you reflect, now begin to envision. Begin to birth what is within you. Begin to see it. Begin to see it. What is in your sight? What are you seeing about yourself in the next 10 years? What are you seeing about yourself in the next three months? In the next one year? In the next two weeks? Begin to see it, see it, see it. And then you, when you move from seeing it, when you've a vision to say, I'm going to be this, what do you need to do? Plan. You then need to plan. Plan, plan, plan. That's the thing. You need to actually now plan. Luke 14, 28 says, For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Guys, all this is in the scriptures, by the way. These are scriptures. It's in your Bible. So I'm not giving you like ideas which are like so like, you know, I had to go look for this amazing speaker and get the five steps to success. Shan, shan, shan. It's all in your Bible. Pray, reflect, envision. It's all in the scriptures. And I'm talking about what? Planning. It shows you that for God, this part of your life matters so much. Like your life matters so much that he expects you to actually plan. And he's even given a perfect example. You know, someone wants to build a tower. The person will first sit and begin now to tabulate. Okay, so to build a tower, I need cement. I need laborers. I need uh, blocks. I need sand. I need land. Where am I going to build the tower? I need this. And then you even tabulate. Okay, so in total, this can come to so much. And then when he sees the total, he'll be able to say, okay, do I have enough money to finish this project? Or do I need to raise more money? Or do I postpone the project until I have a certain amount then I can start? So you have to organize your vision. Guys, it's not just about having this vision which you can run with and shan, 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 shan. You, go. you also have to organize your vision. On this one, allow me to say, like, I know I've interacted with a lot of ladies who say, I want a man with a vision. I've also interacted with men who also say, I want a woman with a vision for her life. Where is she going? What does she want to do? She shouldn't just be relying on me for everything. What is her plan? Mm -hmm. So you want a man with a vision. Hey, is the vision organized? Has he showed you, tabulated how it's going to be done to achieve there? You want a woman who has a vision, who's able to follow a vision, submit to a vision. Have you been able to assess if she's able to organize her own personal visions and achieve them? A vision. I'm not talking about some big spiritual thing here, guys. A vision can even be like, maybe for you, your vision or your dream or what you want to achieve. You want to, you know, build an orphanage one day. Or you just want to give to the poor. 
it's great that you want to give to the poor, but to give to the poor, you actually need resources. Have you come up with a plan on how you're going to raise the resources to achieve this vision of building the orphanage or giving to the poor? So you have to organize your vision. You need to choose a period by which you can judge yourself by. Like you have to assess, okay, is it going to be a daily assessment to say, okay, the steps I'm taking towards this vision, I have to be achieving them every day. Or I have to make sure that by the end of the month, let's say, for example, you've right now I've been talking about envisioning, envision, and for you have envisioned that you're going to be driving this nice car by December 31st. So that's our vision right now to drive, you know, to be driving your own car, not another person's car, but your own car by December 31st. Great. So now let's organize this vision. So maybe you know that the, the car you want maybe will cost maybe a hundred thousand, or maybe it's going to be seventy thousand, or it'll be fifty thousand. I don't know. And then for you, you've decided, okay, so between now and December 31st, so between now and 2023, uh April, I need to make sure I've raised so much. So what are you now going to do? You will then choose a period to which to judge yourself by, which means that for you will say every month I need to remove so much, and it will go into the car fund. Every month, if it's going to be 2,000 kwacha every month is strictly for the car, you will then begin to assess, did you achieve it this month? Did you achieve it last month? And you'll be able to assess, so you'll be saying, per quarter, I should have had this much. Every If I can, in a quarter, I have this. In a quarter, I have this. I'll be able to achieve to buy the car by this period. So you'll be able to assess quarterly, like, oh, okay, I'm on track. I'm not on track. So something you can apply, which I'm sure all of us who are listening right now, for others, if it's your first time, well and good, you'll be able to learn. But for others who know this, guys, the W5H model is there for a reason. Guys, these things are not just in books. They're for your everyday life. So the W5H model will help you plan. It will help you organize your vision. It will help you organize your dreams. It will help you organize your aims, whatever it is you want to do in life. And it's not complicated. It's simply the what, the when, the why, the who, the how. What do you need to do each month or each week or each quarter to achieve what you want to achieve, either by the end of the year or by the end of five years? When, because I've said it's the what, the when, the why, the who, the how. So what do you need to do? When will these things be done? You actually have to say by when. It's not just about, okay, I want to do this. You've even sat down saying, ah, you know, I want to build. You know, I want to build a house. You've even sat, I want to build a house. Next year, what is your resolution? I want to build a house. Three years later, what is your resolution? I want to build a house. Guys, you need to give it a time frame. When will you actually build the house? When will these things be done? And then the other question is, why are you doing them? So why do you want to build that house? Ah, no, I'm a rental shiny, things are getting more expensive, so I think building my own house is better. Okay, you've identified your why. No, I want to build this so that I can turn it into um, something which can be enemy, some money to be for business purposes. You've identified your why. Okay, I want to be a doctor. Why do you want to be a doctor? Not because I just have a heart for the sick. I want to be able to attend to people who are going through tough periods with their health. You've determined your why. And then you also need to determine who needs to act for them to happen. Is it yourself? Is it other people? Who is needed for, those, for that dream to come to life, for that vision to be actualized? Who is needed for it? Is it you? Is it other people? Is it you and a team of others? 
And the final one, how will you do them? You need to identify how as well. Like it's not just, okay, I'm going to do this. These are the people. How are you actually going to do it? All of these things. And the W5H model works. It works. It works. And now we move on to the last part of the strategy I've been talking about so far. You plan, you reflect, you envision. Sorry, you pray, you reflect, you envision, you plan. Then what happens after you do? You submit. Submission, submission, submission. Proverbs 16.3, when you use the NLT translation, it says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So submit your vision to God. Submit your plans to God. Submit your reflections to God. Submit your prayers to God. And everything which you need to do will succeed. In Proverbs 4, 11, 14, it says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So it's not just about submitting everything to God. After you submit everything to God, you then also submit them to mentors. People who will help you actualize that. So if it's submitting it to your pastor, submitting it to your parents, those are the people you consider give you direction and guidance in life. If it's submitting to accountability partners. I mean, he who walks with wise men will be wise. Check out Proverbs thirteen twenty. So it also matters who you submit your plans to. Are they wise people? It matters your environment. Are these people who will be able to keep you on track? That's the thing about accountability partners. They'll be able to ask you, oh, 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 by the way, you had mentioned that um, you're going to be driving your car by now. Okay, uh, this is the time frame you gave us. Have you actually done it? Or what went wrong? They'll be able to check with you. That's why in your reflection, remember I mentioned you can go reflect with your mentors. You can go reflect with your pastor because they'll be able to keep you accountable. They'll be able to check with you and reflect to say, have you been on track or not with these things? And when you put everything I've just said together, you come up with the strategy called preps. I know, right? Preps. <laughs> I remember in high school, we would always have um, prep. And this was a time where we're expected to open our books. No, firstly, like sit down, open your books and be quiet for a good one hour, 30 minutes to two hours. And all you're doing is just focused on studying. Why? I remember at first it was strange. Then I remember I sat down and asked someone to say, why do we have prep? Why after the classes can't we just knock off and go home? And then they said, no, because you need to have time to actually focus on your studies. A time to do your necessary schoolwork. If you have assignments, if you have projects, if you have homework. A time where you can study. A time where you can catch up. If there are things you didn't understand, you use that time for prep to actually look at them. To maybe you can sit in a group with your friends and have a group study. Or you can go seek your teacher to say, Ah, madam, sir, I didn't understand on this point today in class. And they'll use that time in prep to explain it for you. Now imagine with our education, they realize that we need prep. How much more then when you pray, when you reflect, when you envision, when you plan, when you submit, when you do everything called preps in your life? How much more will you achieve? What will stop you from achieving everything? So transitions should not be complicated. 
Change should not scare you. No, 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 no. When you apply preps in every area of your life, there is nothing that you can't do. You can use preps when it comes to your children. You can use preps when it comes to your business, when it comes to your family, when it comes to your education, when it comes to your spiritual growth, when it comes to um, running your own business or when, even with your job, maybe you have a boss and your boss has been on your case that you know, you've not been meeting targets. Try to use prep and assess and see where you're at and use prep to see how you can improve, what you can become better at. How you can work on those weak areas. That's why preps is there. Now, I pray that you have been blessed by this. I pray that you will apply this. It just won't end on this podcast. It just won't end in this episode. But you apply this in your life. You will share this with other people. We don't want anyone left behind. I've been talking about us doing life together. It's not just about my success. I want to celebrate your success as well. That's what I want to do. I want to celebrate you. I want to be there to say congratulations, you did it. So I look forward to your reviews, to your feedback on this. Please, 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 you're free to get in touch with me either through my page, Mulakalulum on Facebook. You can contact me for those who have my number. You are free to WhatsApp me. You can PM me. And I just look forward to your feedback after you listen to this about how preps has really, really helped you and how it's helping you at current or how maybe you shared this and it worked for somebody. I would love to hear your examples. And if you have any questions or any area you feel like you need more guidance on, you're very free to contact me. You can email me as well. I look forward to listening to your feedback. And I pray that you will, you will be able to handle all the transitions of your life. And that even as God is raising you, you'll be given the wisdom by God to do what you need to do to live a successful life. I love you all so much and I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. I believe in your targets. I believe that you can still make this year your best year. I love you all so, so, so much. And I look forward to our next chat on Couch Talk with Mila Kalulu. Thank you for tuning in to Couch Talk with Mwelwa. If you have been blessed and want to get in touch or have any questions, feel free to reach Mrs. Kaluluma on her Facebook page at Mwelwa Kaluluma. God bless you and tune in again.